everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 85 of Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez, psychologist in the making, Joshua Sanchez. Literally one more year left and I get my master's in clinical counseling. So I'm super excited to finally become an actual certified expert, even though I already feel like I am based off of just the knowledge I have learned through the years of school and all that fun stuff. But for today's podcast, we're going to have a lot in store today. We're going to talk about capitalism versus mental health. And that's the title of this episode. And for everyone thinking that right away, like, what do you mean by that? I'm going to get into that and share a little bit about just my own perspective on what led me to think about this deeply. And uh, obviously, like we have been doing the past podcast, doing some weekly tarot card readings. You guys seem to really love that. But I wanted to start episode 85 with some more fan mail. Uh, So I've got a bunch of emails, especially when it comes to the weekly Terra. Uh, A couple a couple people in the Philadelphia area, they actually reached out to me. A couple couple guys in school that I used to I was cool with like we were never close. But I just want to give you guys a couple shout outs. You guys sent me an email about how you listened to my tarot card reading about the Super Bowl and uh the Monday when it came to the betrayal, um, it gave them a heads up that they, the Eagles might have might actually lose the game. So that way they were more like they're relaxed and calm. So just shout out to you guys and keep the fan mail, keep the fan mail going. Um, it's I love it. I love the support. And if you guys can just drop a rating or rate the podcast on a scale of one to five of how you feel about it. That would also be great as well on Spotify and Apple podcast. It just helps get the podcast out because we talk about a lot of deep internal reflection and I enjoy all of that. I enjoy giving you guys reflection questions. I enjoy spreading the message. This podcast is meant to help people or help you just learn some new things and gain a new perspective. So you if you love the podcast, show some love. It definitely would mean a lot and drop some fan mail as well. The email will be in the show description where you guys can check out all that fun stuff. Yeah, or I'll just say it now, your spiritual best friend at gmail.com. So literally the podcast at gmail.com if you guys would like to voice how you love the podcast, voice if you guys want to come on a future podcast, whatever you guys feel, that's what matters to me at the end of the day. So without further ado, we are going to get into the first topic for the podcast today. Again, episode 85 titled Capitalism versus Mental Health. The reason why I'm getting into this is because I've just I've just thought about times in my life where work has taken over the responsibilities of 
making sure the bills are paid, making sure everything's paid on time and responsibilities. I've done some deep reflection over the past couple days on it. And usually times where I isolate myself or times where my mental health is drained or I feel exhausted or I'm getting in more fights, I'm projecting what I'm experiencing on others. It's usually during times where I'm overworking myself, where I'm working full time. I'm doing my 40 hours, you know, your typical nine to five, 40 hours a week. Then with school, an additional 10, 15 hours a week. So it's just constantly being over overbooked. And I've sat and asked myself, like, how come, why is it that every time I'm doing what society has taught me to do, which is to be productive, work, do your 40 hour work week, how come I'm feeling exhausted because of it, right? So these are some of the things I've asked myself during times where my mental health has been in check and times where I've had to go work on myself. And I, and I feel, I feel, I know for myself, and I don't know if you guys can speak on this as well, but I I feel for myself when I am my happiest is when I have that good balance where I'm not working 40 hours a week, but I'm working more towards that high twenties, early thirties hours per week. And those extra eight to 10 hours a week, I'm spending recording podcasts, traveling, spending time with friends, spending more time with family. I've noticed in times in my life where I have been the most stressed or drained mentally have been those moments where I have been working way more, putting in the 40 hours, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So then it just got me thinking on a deeper level, just when it comes to overall society and overall just the the product of capitalism like capitalism has their any system that you're in whether it's capitalism socialism all of the isms they have their positives and they have their negatives Um, but one of the things i've realized and i think recently in this present i think my generation and also it started with the previous generation if you guys don't know i'm gen z i'm right in on the cusp But I really think we're starting to realize and question the traditions, especially if you lived in America, just questioning those things, whether that's in your household, family traditions, societal norms, things that we're expected to be, or for instance, like gender, right? Like you either identify traditionally male or female, but now I think with the new generations, we've expanded and the whole concept of of identity has expanded as well. And that's just a little example. But I think we're also questioning the 40-hour work week and capitalism in general. Because when you have a society that is by that is a byproduct of external rewards and production, when it comes to the human part of it, the emotional part, the emotional growth, mindset, mentality, psychology, All of the stuff that involves our mental or inner world gets pushed to the side. And I know recently there has been an uptick in mental health and it's great and it's going to continue to go that way. Mindfulness is definitely a really key here, being mindful of what's going on in your body, what's going on in your head. Once we're aware of these things, we can identify them so that way we're not 
projecting or, or hurting other people along with ourselves or anyone else. So it's good that the solution to all this is being more mindful, being more working and, and teaching the mental health part of things, being aware of what anxiety is, being aware of what feelings are, not just knowing what happy and sadness or anger is, but also knowing grief, knowing loneliness, knowing isolation. These are all different types of feelings that need to be discussed more. But I think traditionally, because of the concept of capitalism, being productive, having the material things, making sure the bills are on time. If you really sit and think about it, over a piece of paper, which is money, it has caused wars. It has caused internal beefs between friends. It has caused so much stress in our lives. And that's something that is external. When it comes to the stuff that's internal, it gets put second. And when you put human needs second, you start to see the problems of a society that is built off of production and the external. So the, there's a famous saying, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. The jobs that involve helping people and taking care of people, whether that's teaching, whether that is social work, whether that is mental in the mental health field, the behavioral health field, that is something that historically has not gotten enough funding and it's still to this day there has been an uptick which is good but it does not dismiss the fact that there has been a lack of emphasis for generations of generation after generation of people and when you have been so far behind catching up is going to take a very long time it's going to be a long journey and i just want you guys to just sit and think to yourselves as I'm describing what I've experienced moments where work or if you've been working too much has that affected you have you projected the things that have gone on in your own work so let's say you've had a long day at work do you project those feelings onto your family do you take out your anger from work or from an experience that happened outside of the family onto your own family because I could tell you, a lot of people have. Everyone's had those moments, including myself. I've had times where, especially recently, I have been less patient with people because I've been working more. I have been being, quote unquote, productive. Like if, like if someone were to put me in a room and be like, dang, like you're a hard worker. You are, you're motivated. You got it. Like you must be so happy. And I'm like, honestly, like my, in terms of, my own mental health like I've I'm good like I see my therapist and I'm in a good spot like don't get me wrong but I I realize I have been I was so much more happier working high 20s to low 30s a week it doesn't make me lazy that I'm working 30 hours a week instead of 40 I just those extra hours that I took to relax to go for a walk to go get a cup of coffee to because I'm working more. It's been harder for me to do that. And I just, and I just sat and asked myself like, dang, like how did, how have you guys related to that? Have, how has that been for you guys has work your overall work balance? 
Like, we don't really sit and think about that, you know, like as a collective, I'm not saying you individually. I bet, I bet some people listening to this podcast are like, yeah, I do this all the time, but like, let's sit and think like if, if I asked you this person only worked 20 hours a week, you would probably think that this person's lazy. And that's just because of the whole idea of capitalism, right? If you're not working, you have a problem. You're, you're not, you're not succeeding. Um, so and I, and I just think the more we focus on work, the more we neglect our own, our other responsibilities, just like, just like the opposite, right? If we focus so much on not working, then when it comes to the money, we're going to feel that. So it's like, it, it becomes very difficult because everyone's situation is, is different. And another thing, another key takeaway from the whole idea. So we have an, a society that is based off of externalism, making material things, being productive. It also that also individualizes us instead of us looking out for others and being empathetic to other people. We start to individualize and we start to view ourselves and other people as competition. So if you think about it. There's been plenty of times where friends will beef over something so simple as it can be money. It could be one friend is is starting to gain more publicity before the other person. And then there's a competitive fire there. And there's and instead of being empathetic and being proud of your friend for getting out of the situation, you end up going against your friend because there's a competition effect. And that's another thing, the byproduct of a society that benefits and focuses so much on the external that we end up going against one another. When in reality, when we work together, we have the power to create change and to put things set in motion. And I, and I just think, and I sit my, and ask myself like now for myself, almost finishing my degree, I've been a group counselor now for probably like five months now. I'm gaining more experience working with a lot of kids that come from families that that are just a complete mess. And and then I look at the families and I'm like, okay, like what is this root problem? The root problem is whether that's financially, whether that is even even kids that come from rich households. I've actually had a wave of rich kids and I'm not going to put their full business out there. I'm just speaking, generally speaking, have had more mental health issues because of the neglect that their parents are showing. Parents are so focused on work and not on their own emotional well-being that they, pro they project whatever they're going through onto their kids. And now their kids have some serious things that they need to work on. So mental health affects everyone. It does not just affect one particular group of people rich, whether you're rich, you're poor, wherever you come from. And I think when you've had a society historically that has not prioritized helping people, this is what happens. So like if you, if you, if you go and think about the standard policies in America too, I know I talked about this in a couple of my talks a while back, I talked about how like the second a baby's born, like the father 
only gets up to like three days, depending on, on average, it's like three days to a week. I, I It's increased recently, but if you sit and think to yourselves, like, huh, like, a, like my child was just born. Why the heck do I want to go to work three days later? And the thing is, if you, it, and if you don't take those days, right? Like you, you're, you're expected to go back and be your normal productive self after three days, even though your child is just born. Like if you look at that simple little policy, then you're like, dang, like, huh? Like, honestly, it should be a month. Like, because the, the newborn child's first couple of months is so critical in their development. And when you have a parent that's not there, it really impacts the child. It does. It really does. And it can, it can you can really simplify it in terms of that. But when it comes to your own life and relating the whole idea of working in capitalism versus your own mental health, ask yourselves and think about moments where you have either projected work onto your family or onto yourself or moments where work has been too much for you, been too stressed, might even have felt hopeless in regards to the bills or the responsibilities you have to pay. Because what happens is the second we're born and the second we turn 18, we are considered an adult. And when we're considered an adult, we got to make sure our credit's good. We got to make sure we have a good place to live, a safe place to live. But now that everything is, the prices are rising, it makes it difficult. And that's another thing too, especially when it comes to, I'm trying to put it into words. When it comes to like the quarter life crisis, that's something now that a lot of younger people are experiencing because the, the prices are increasing year after year after year. All of a sudden, a bachelor's degree is slowly looking as like a normal, typical degree, right? Now you need to get the master's. And then once everyone else gets the master's and it's like, oh, crap, now you got to get the PhD. And you're starting to see what's happening. What's happening is people are in constant state of competition with one another. You have a society that preaches you need to be, you need to have all your credentials. You need to, you need to be able to work the 40 hours a week. You need to be able to be productive. You have all of this, all of this stuff coming in and now it's causing people to be competitive with one another. Back then you didn't have to, you didn't have to go to a four-year college to get a good job. Now it's like you have to go to a four-year college. Now I know trades and stuff is good and there's other ways. But even with trade school too, you still have to put in extra years of work. So that's what's happening. The the prices are increasing, which is putting more pressure on people to be productive. And a a lot of people, if you have the great living situation, have been living with their parents longer. Which is which has been a proven fact as well. So I've found that very interesting too. But to wrap up this first topic, because I know I've been talking for twenty plus minutes, it's been it's been a really good first topic. I just really wanted to get you guys thinking. I have some reflection questions that I want to wrap up with this first topic, and then we'll get into our weekly tarot card readings for for the week and get into some astrology talk as well. So some reflection questions about how capitalism has affected you. 
think, think about these questions that I'm about to ask you. So question number one, how would you rate your overall balance of work life and your own personal life on a scale of one to 10? 10 being you feel like you have a really solid balance. You have equal time spent with family or if you, if it all depends on your situation. So if you're a mother, father, or you have, you have children, do you have a good balance with that? Is your child, are you spending enough time with your child and also making enough and working enough? You got to ask yourself that if, if you don't have a child, are you prioritizing your own mental health or are you just working and doing doing nothing else. You're not working out for yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. So that's how the scale applies depending on whatever situation you are in. So that's the first question. Again, how would you rate your overall balance of work and your own personal life on a scale of one to 10? 10 being I'm on top of it. One being it's a wreck. I feel exhausted all the time. It is just a mess. Second, and all these questions, again, will be in the show description as well. So for everyone that wants to tune in. Second question, have you ever projected any feelings of work onto your own family? So if you have children, your children, if you have siblings, think about it, your siblings or your mother or your father, have you projected any of those feelings onto the people you love because of work? So let's say you've had a long day of work. The second you see your child, you're like, I don't want to talk. Leave me alone. That's projecting because you're exhausted. Work was exhausting. And now you got to go home. (laughs) So it all depends. Again, we all all have different situations. So have you ever projected any feelings of work onto the people you love? So that's the second question. And then the third question to wrap up this first topic, capitalism versus mental health. Do you feel like your life is in a cycle sometimes where it's just on repeat, where you wake up, you go to work, you go home, you wake up, you go to work, you go home, you wake up, you go home, go to work. Do you feel like your life is in a cycle? And if so, how do you feel about the cycle? Do you get bored? Do you get restless when things become too stagnant? Do you love the consistency? So those are the three questions that I want you guys to think about for this first topic of the of the podcast. So I'm going to take a very quick break here. When we come back, I'm going to talk about and do my weekly tarot card reading and also some updated on astrology news. So again, you guys listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend, episode 85 with Josh Sanchez. We will be right back. Hey, everybody. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting In the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, 
where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that, I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. All right, and we are back. So I hope you guys enjoyed that nice long break. Welcome, guys, for our second topic of the podcast. Again, episode 85. I can't believe it's been that many episodes already. I'm definitely going to be doing something special for the 100 episode, but we still have like 15 episodes remain. So we're going to have some fun here. But when it comes to this next topic, so our first topic, I talked a lot about capitalism versus mental health. That was going to be the main topic. I wanted to get over 20 minutes of content for you guys because I just want to get you guys thinking because the only thing I can say, you know, like working with clients and going through the ups and downs of what I have gone through in my own experiences, just some things that I could take away from, right? That's, that's part of my perspective. So whether you guys relate to my perspective or not, that's on you, but I would love to hear what you guys also have to say as well, because capitalism has affected us, whether that's in a positive way or even in a negative way, anything that society values impacts us. And I, and I think it's good that we need to take the time to question and do some deep thinking for ourselves. How has that affected me and how does that affect the world because we're starting to see now an uptick in mental health but we still have a long way to go so i figured when it comes to this podcast i wanted to start with a weekly tarot card reading and also open the door for anyone else that wants their own tarot card read as well um so i'm going to shuffle my deck now first i always thank my ancestors again for being awesome and being there for me always it's always good to thank and to thank the people that have been here before you um, because they all play a special parts in our hearts and shout out. And this is also for anyone that has lost anyone. Just know that although they might be there with you physically, they might not be there with you physically. There's there. They're still there with you spiritually. And, and with me, I've really gained more insight and connected more with my own grandfather when I've gotten into terror more. So um, if anyone wants to connect more with their ancestors, uh, this is a good way of doing that. So my question, which is the same question I've been doing for every podcast, what should I and everyone listening to this podcast expect for the weekend? So it's a three card reading. I'll do one card for Saturday, one card for Sunday, and then the Monday for next week. So again, the question what should I and everyone listening on this podcast expect 
for this weekend coming up. So I'm going to do a couple more shuffles. You just got to feel the cards, people. You just got to feel the cards, the ones that stick out, the ones that are like, hey, pick me. Um, that that's that's how it goes. There we go. There's one. I dropped it, so I'm gonna have to pick it up. <laughs> so if you hear card shuffling in the background, I don't know about you guys, but I love I love when microphones pick it up because I think it's so cool. It's like real authentic. Um, so I have one more card left, and we'll get started. Hey, the ancestors don't want to say anything today. They're like, man, it's Friday. We're trying to have some fun. All right, so I got my three cards. All right. Thank you, Ancestors. So our three cards, here we go. So that was the first, this was the second, this one was the third. So, all right, our first card we got. Wow, this one has shown up in last week's reading too. Very interesting. So it seems to me that this is, this is pretty good. All right, so our first card we got, sorry guys, is the Six of Pentacles. So for everyone that does not know what the Six of Pentacles means, here is what it means, okay? Six of Pentacles, generosity, prosperity, and balance. The Six of Pentacles embodies all it means to be giving. Giving charitable, uh, sorry, being charitable is seen by most as a part of a good character. Consider Robin Hood because he gave to the poor. He was considered rich in spirit regardless of other character flaws it isn't just the down and out who benefit from charity, though. Aristotle summarized it this way. The unfortunate need people who will be kind to them. The prosperous need people to be kind, too. The Six of Pentacles uses the influence of the Terra to spread this knowledge to all and encourage a giving spirit and helping and helpful nature. But is there such a thing as being too kind? This card also cautions about the danger of not setting boundaries and giving if it is to one's own detriment. So this card for Saturday. So ask yourself, because kindness is very important, right? We want to be kind. We want to be there for people. But are the people also taking advantage of you too? So this is just something to really think about for our first card for the reading. Second card, we got Seven of Wands. So if you guys, for my podcast listeners, what the image is, is it's this guy that's holding a wand and you have like the six others on the ground. It's looking like he's trying to pick at, looking like he's trying to pick at like the other ones. So when it comes to Seven of Pentacles, sorry guys, got to pull up my book. Sorry, seven of wands. Sorry, seven of wands. Conviction, standing up for one's belief, strong-willed. The seven of wands represents standing up for what you believe in and not wavering in those beliefs. When others put you in a position to argue your point, you rise to the occasion. You are passionate about your morals and desires, and you are not afraid to defend them. You are not concerned with offending anyone, nor are you worried about what others might think of you. In a reading, the Seven of Wands sends a clear message. Don't allow yourself to compromise your thoughts and opinions to make others more comfortable or to avoid an argument. This card encourages you to stand confidently and defend yourself. So 
So it seems to me this weekend there's going to be a lot of kindness, a lot of kind acts, but we also need to stand, stay firm and stay in control of what we can control and stand up for ourselves in the process. So that is it for this weekend and for the following Monday, we have the Queen of Cups. So this Monday coming up, Queen of Cups. So to describe the image of this card, you have this queen sitting in royalty, has a beautiful gold crown and also a very beautiful, beautiful golden cup. It actually looks really nice. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of jealous at the bouginess of of this so it sounds to me it looking like this could be some good vibes so the queen of cups man i was man i'm going forever on these pages all right we're good queen of cups femininity loving kindness the the element of the suite of cups water symbolizes the unconscious and feelings and as such this suit is all about emotions. The Queen of Cups combines this energy with an inward focus and calmness. She is feminine, loving, and kind, and has the ability to connect with people on the emotional level. If the Queen represents a woman in your life, she will be influential to you and your decisions, and does so with the best intentions. If she shows up in a reading, it might be a sign that you need to, to find help or connect with others to solve your problems. But before seeking help from others, this queen advises you to connect and listen to your inner voice, just like she does. So these three cards have all been positive and uplifting in some way, shape, or form. The first one focuses on your own act of kindness, being there for others, but also questioning to see, hey, are they taking advantage of my kindness? The second card all involves you standing up for yourself and what you believe in. Whether that involves people in your life, that depends on you and what you're experiencing, but stand up for what you believe in, stay firm to what you believe in uh, because you have good intentions, if the intentions are good. And then the Queen of, of Cups is symbolizing emotions, tapping into our inner child, our inner voices, listening to our intuition. I also know Pisces season is right around the corner, so it is a water sign, so expect that as well. It's going to be the emotions might rule over the next couple of weeks, and uh, starting Monday, we might feel that more. So that was the weekly tarot card reading uh, for for you guys so it was six of pentacles seven of wands and the queen of cups again like always i do this every every live stream and every podcast i go solo i really love it it helps me connect to my ancestors more and like always i thank them before the reading and i'm going to thank them after so thank you ancestors for another great reading love you guys to death and i will see you guys very soon <laughs> So, yeah, just takeaways from the reading again, like I mentioned, tapping into your inner voice, questioning, are people taking advantage of, but also rating your own level of kindness and also staying firm and confident for your beliefs, because that can be very hard. People love to question. They love to question our beliefs. They just love it. 
So I'm going to wrap up this segment again with just some quick little astrology takeaways. Like I mentioned, Pisces season is coming up. Aquarius season is dwindling down. And like always, like whenever one season ends, just ask yourselves, how has your life been this past month over Aquarius season? How has it been for you overall? Any highs or any lows? What are some things you could take away? Some things you learn from during Aquarius season? Because as we transition and we get closer and closer to spring, it's going to be very interesting. That's all I'm going to say. But that concludes the second topic. We're going to wrap up with just some closing remarks and uh, just another life update from me and anyone that would love to get their tarot card read and astrology chart read. You guys listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, It's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list, or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, guys, and we are back. So I hope everyone has enjoyed this wonderful live stream so far. It's been a lot. We talked a lot about just a lot of things. We mentioned we talked about capitalism versus mental health, how the idea of working too much can cause isolation, can cause all of these challenges for ourselves. And it's important for us to be aware of our own work lives and how it has impacted us and how and and if we are projecting them onto the people we love we have to be aware of that we also got into our weekly tarot card reading as well i really was not in i talked a little bit about astrology but i know in my past talks i've talked more so i apologize guys if i've not really talked as much about astrology i've just been feeling more of an energy to talk about helping like trying to describe it i've been more of an i've been more in an energy to talk more about just a society a societal issue um that's just something that i've just been thinking more of uh for this week i'm i'm someone that goes by feel and (laughs) when it comes to this week i feel like more of a societal perspective is so important So when it comes to closing remarks for this episode, again, you guys can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. I just wanted to give you guys just some things for you guys to think about. So I know I talked a lot about how 
I viewed and done some deep reflection on my own life. I want you guys to be able to do the same too. And just ask yourselves when it comes to your own work life and capitalism as a whole, ask yourselves how it has affected you. Whether that has caused you more stress, caused you to isolate yourself, caused you to be more hard on yourself, caused on you, caused you to judge others more that are working less. Ask yourself these questions because it's important that we do so that way we become aware of what we are doing and who we are. So as I conclude today's podcast and for everyone that's tuning in live, this was recorded Friday for you guys listening. It's Saturday. It's another weekend. It's it's uh, yeah, pretty much it's another weekend. Can't believe we're already in the month of Feb. We're almost done February. It, it just it's just been flying. Time is flying and we need to check in with ourselves. Are we being the best person we can be? Are we being are we able to give our 100 percent to everything that we do? Do we feel exhausted? Do we need to take a step back? These are all things that we need to ask ourselves. And I just want to give you guys just some things to really think about. The questions we talked about, which will be in the show description. You guys, man, because at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves throughout this long journey that we are on. So I just wanted to wrap up this podcast. I know I talked a little bit in my final rebuttals and stuff. And I just want to give a shout out to my grandmother. Today is her birthday, February 17th. I love you, grandmom. You've meant so much to me. Um, My grandmom and my mother are both Aquariuses. So I got to give my mom a shout out as well. Her birthday was in the end of January. I love you guys both. I've learned so much from you guys. You guys have been... Recently, my relationship with both of them has been a lot better. We've I took them out to lunch earlier today, and I've realized that I need to do more of that with them because they just need it. You know, like we all need those little lunches and we all it's it really is about the little things that we do. As you get older, you start to realize that and we focus so big on making the big splash, you know, we have to travel far, we have to have the fanciest stuff, when in reality, if we just do little things like taking our family out to eat, treating for lunch, not saying every time, but mix it up, like sometimes one family member covers it, the next time someone else does, just doing little things like that, going to the park, going to some, going to the, go get groceries together, going to going to stores together. Like I went to the guitar center with one of the kids that I I have uh, been counseling. He loved it. It was free. You got to play on the drums. It's the experience, right? And that's really what it's about. It's about those little things that we do. So today, actually, I took I took the day off because I knew it was, I couldn't get the day off from my mom and I apologize. So for today, I got off to celebrate both of their birthdays and it was a lot of fun. And it just realized again, like, are we working too much? Are we taking steps away from our family, the people that we love because of work? Got to ask ourselves these questions. 
And that is why I relate to the title capitalism versus mental health. (laughs) But when it comes to the podcast part, thank you guys for a wonderful week. Uh, You guys will stay tuned for next week, next week's episode. Hopefully I'll get a guest on guests have been reaching out to me. I have not gotten a chance to get back to them and I'm sorry for the lack of guests lately, but we're on a vibe and we're having a good rhythm here. But for the podcast listeners, have a wonderful week. Stay safe. And this is Josh officially signing off.